It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Welcome tonight to our TMBT Media Las Vegas and, T- and TMBT Argentina podcast. Uh, we are uh, blessed tonight to have one of our TMBT pros, uh, Keith Jackson, uh, calling from Argentina um, tonight. Keith, can you hear us? Yes, sir. I can. Good, man. Um, thank you for taking the time out of your your busy schedule, man. We know you're busy. Uh, we understand that you're traveling and and uh and uh in between days you have some time to yourself uh we want to say welcome man uh we want to say first of all thank you for being one of our uh players that has done everything that we've asked um um, everything that we've asked of that group you've been able to do and uh do well uh, uh, doing it and being successful um tell me a little bit about your trip i'm telling listeners about your trip and what you have going on right now as part of our tmbt uh, Argentina Combine. Okay, well, starting from the beginning, I uh, signed with you about three weeks before we headed out here uh, to Argentina. Um, I got here early, and everybody else worked out with uh, Central Baño for about three days before we took off to Chile. Uh, we did about two two days, uh, really intense training, a lot of running, uh, a lot of shots. Um, of course, before we took off to Chile, you had other guys come down here as well, played Espanol. Uh, they they handled us pretty well. This is a pretty good team. They've been playing for a while. Uh, but then after that, we, we headed on down to Chile and, and pretty much took business as a, took care of business as a team. Um, we uh, we ended up winning the whole thing. We did lose one game by two, but um, not everybody's perfect, of course. But still, we, we did come back. We won the whole thing. Uh, celebrated as a team, which was a great celebration as well. Uh, the people down there, uh, pretty much all listening like family. Um, definitely ate good food, uh, food I'd never had before in my life. Um, the wood-fired, wood-fired chicken, I think they, they call it, is actually very good. It's way better than any chicken I've had in America, period. Um, saw some, some sites and some mountains and, and, and different Places that I've, I've just never seen before in, in my life. That's nowhere in America. Um, after we left Chile, uh, we came down to Mendoza, uh, which is another beautiful city as well. Um, worked out with those guys for three days. We did one tour a day with them. Um, and just from then, uh, getting ready to head back to Noquin um, and work out with the team there and then in the Buenos areas right after that. So. And it's been pretty eventful, and uh, definitely blessed to be able to be on the trip to do something like this period. It's my first time, of course. So, well, we are blessed to have guys like yourself, uh, young man, that take it very seriously. Uh, for those of us that know that it's a different way of life, uh, two day practices. Um, traveling, uh, bus trips, crossing borders. Uh, it's a different way of life, but you have clearly prepared yourself, uh, uh, your body and your mind to to endure something of this nature. And so I'm sure it's why I have received nothing but rave reviews for you as far as evaluations, but even better, uh, just as a good person, as a good student, uh, you have uh, very much so impressed and set the bar very high. <clears throat> 
for our team. And so I'm, um, as an owner, we're uh, blessed to have you to uh, lead our group and to set the example of what's needed um, in order to continue on uh, you with uh, that entire group. Uh, we were very blessed this time to have a great group of young men who understand uh, or who were able to learn on the fly uh, what it takes to be a part uh, and to play pro basketball and to be a part of our family here at TMBT. Um, um, talk to me um, a little bit about this is part one, of course, of your interview. Um, we hope to have more blogs and and blogs coming uh, your way with Keith Jackson. Uh, start off, Keith, with your social media so that those that want to follow you on social media, they can. Uh, I'll just call out whatever social media uh, names you have. I'll see on Instagram. You can find me at uh, KeithJ2 uh, underscores 24. Um, if you got Facebook, it's Samuel Keith. Um, and then Twitter, I believe it's Keith underscore Jackson 24. Uh, Snapchat's KeithJ double underscore 24 as well good man great um talk to me some more man uh paint a picture um, i want you to paint a picture for our listeners but especially for our pro basketball players guys that are thinking hey is this something that i would want to do uh talk a little bit about where you were before you signed up with us and talk about um, what you were thinking and how you came to find out about us, just kind of paint a picture uh, of how your process went about. I know definitely before I actually ended up signing up with you guys, I was I was working out on my own um, at first. Of course, I was able, blessed to could come up there to, to Richmond and uh, talk to you about two to three times, I believe. Um, told me a, a lot of parts of the game and, and different things to expect when I did get over here to Argentina. Um, took that knowledge, uh, definitely worked out a, a little bit harder before I left, but not as much harder as I would be as tired. But um, just the process and, and waking up and doing more than what's expected of me is, is what being a pro is all about, in my opinion. Um, so when I got to Espanol um, early, I was more prepared for what was to happen and and if I didn't work out or come up there with you, I probably wouldn't have been as prepared. So um, it was definitely a good experience and, and good for me to be able to come here and talk to you before I was able to take off to Argentina. It definitely gave me more knowledge. Well, it was a blessing for us. Um, I had a chance to meet your family. Uh, your aunt, um, I think, also lives here in Richmond, Virginia. So it was, it's what we try to be about family and uh, having a chance for you guys to figure out who I am and uh, how I see basketball and how I see life. So um, I'm glad that you took the time to come up from North Carolina and uh, have a lunch. I think Panera Bread was kind of like our headquarters up here in Richmond, Virginia. <laughs> uh, we would go to Panera Bread after each workout. So it was kind of like our, our um, uh, after you came up and worked hard, then I like to take my guys out to eat and we found one on Virginia Commonwealth uh, University's campus and uh, uh, we would go there and talk shop man we would go and talk, talk basketball um, um, talk about your teammates that you had as well uh, we'll be having them on uh, as part of our series but um, talk a little bit for me with um, about your teammates that you had and the experience that you had as a group Played hard every position. 
energy of the group, I, I'd say he was. Uh, he played hard when he got in. Good person. Um, and I don't want to sound missing anybody. Um, Christine Green. Russo, another guy that, that played in the third or fourth division down there, I believe. Um, also, oh, Sam Green. Kasim Green as well was with you guys? Kasim Green. Kasim Green. Kasim didn't say much at all, but he's a big body. Um, very quiet, but he, he let his game do the talking for the most part, definitely. Um, scored down low. Um, he, he definitely had my back some snacks as well when, when need be. He always had snacks. So. Hey, man, snacks are important <laughs> on an overseas trip, man, like only us guys know. Uh, definitely. And huge shout-out to our entire group. Kasim Green, Jamel Calloway, Mike Henry, Mario Butler, Shaquem Jackson, uh, Keith Jackson, who's on here now with us. But it was, uh, it's truly been a pleasure to have you guys uh, to take it so serious, to understand the way of life, to be a part of our TMBT family. So uh, we'll be having the other five guys. Uh, they'll be are able to come aboard. They are also writing blogs and uh, will be doing vlogs to uh, put up on our website. So we're excited to share with the public and with the uh, players and kids. Um, I want you guys to be able to share with these uh, media outlets that we have and this technology that we have. I really want you guys to share your experience with the kids and uh, those young men that would like to attend as well. Um, talk to me a little bit about the basketball. Explain the difference between uh, what you've learned playing basketball down there uh, in comparison to where you uh, were working out in college, let's say. Talk about the difference between basketball in Argentina on the level that you're playing now versus college. I would definitely say the, the biggest difference uh, that people should be prepared for is the physicality of the game. Um, definitely taking smarter shots. Um, to be able to do a little bit more hand checking down here. So um, definitely have to play the game tough and hard every possession. Can't take a possession off. Um, pretty the, the concepts that they have down here. Uh, a lot of pick and roll. Um, coming off a lot of down screens. Um, I, most of the Argentinian guys down here can shoot. Um, so pretty much I'll be able to do it all. Playing defense and being able to play in different parts of the, the court. You're on the court when you're here. Definitely, most definitely. Uh, what is it? Um, um, I don't want to say that I taught you the game, but what can you say that you learned from uh, our talks, uh, our long talks that we've had in the gym um, about basketball? What can you say that has come true the most? What have you seen from what I've kind of said and taught you about basketball and getting to your spots. What have you seen of that? Um, talk about that experience a little bit. Uh, one of the biggest things is, is knowing where you're at on the court and where you're going to score when you get the ball, when you're going to have to score when you get the ball, when you're out there. Um, whether you're in a high post, having to be able to be able to shoot that mid-range jump shot or being able to rip and go left or right. Um, and defensively, how to guard everybody. You definitely can't have a hand down at all at any time because they're just going to shoot it if you don't have a hand up in their face. So those those are the two main things I took away from you in those conversations. Good, man. Good. Uh, I'm glad that I was able to uh, talk shop with you. Of course, you were able to come here and uh, we would go to the gym. Uh, we wouldn't have much space, uh, but I wanted it to be about uh, me teaching. Um, I think pro basketball for me, the fun part, whether it be youth or pro basketball, is the teaching aspect of it. Um, I really, as a coach and as an older guy, I enjoy teaching. Uh, and the only way for you guys to know is either to experience it or for me to kind of prepare you for it. Of course, you guys are going to see mo so many things that I just try to uh, basically um, prepare you for Stuff that you're going to see, stuff that you're going to be asked to do, uh, like you said. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older. Or that's what your doctor tells you. 
But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Coach Bolte wanted you guys to uh, flex all of the basic high school, college stuff that's run here as far as offense. You guys were mentally prepared for that uh, because uh, we had Coach Carlos Diodati. Um, talk about what the process of talking to Coach Diodati did to help you um, prepare for the trip on our Skype, uh, TMBT Skype team chats. Right, Coach Carlos. I'm um, Coach Carlos Diodati. Um, how he talked to you about this offenses and what you'll be seeing, uh, how that uh, those Skype chats that we would have with him at the Y. Um, just talk about how they helped. Uh, he got me prepared in, in a matter of telling us what to expect. Um, so definitely work on our, our jump shooting, our ball handling. Um, the main two things that you need to work on when you get down there is your jump shot and your ball handling and, and, and your conditioning. Um, definitely have to be conditioned when you get down there. So um, him telling us that their offense is running flex and, and, and pick and roll, stuff that if you're a basketball player and you run the same thing in high school, to be prepared for it just on a more elite level when we get down there. So with that, that warning, those conversations that he had with us, it was definitely a, a huge help before we got down there. Um, definitely. Big shouts out to Coach Carlos Diodate from uh, Buenos Aires, Argentina. Uh, he's part of our TMBT family, and he really uh, – um, I wanted him to talk to you guys and explain kind of what to expect uh, as far as what coaches – from a coach's aspect, what you guys will be asking for to do, uh, asked to do. And so I was thankful to have him as part of our family to kind of guide. I think we talked to him maybe four or five, three, four or five times. And uh, it, um, it's just good to have maybe more. Uh, maybe more, maybe six for some guys, seven, eight times. But it's just good to have him as well as a couple other coaches just to let you know, uh, we may not be able to tell you I'm 100% of what you're going to see, but just to be ready for these type of things or those type of things. So it's just part of of uh, what we do to try to get our young men prepared. But, of course, at the end of the day, each young man has to play. Uh, each young man has to show that he's worthy of that spot uh, or, or or of that place on that team. Um, I'm talking to you a little bit about the food. Um, you and I had some interesting talks about the food in Argentina. Um, I don't think you guys um, believed me when I said that the food would be incredible. Uh, what wind up being your favorite thing to eat down there? Uh, best thing is definitely that wood fire chicken. That's, that's, that's <laughs> definitely. Top three best chicken I've ever had in my life. So. <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, we also had an asado. Um, I, um, I never had it, uh, the, the glute of the cow. That was the first. Um, extremely thick steak but it was it was amazing it was definitely extremely good as well i can't even down it and i'm not even a red meat eater myself but i had to try it so right it right. was worth it well it's funny um it's one of the things that i tried to explain to you a before you left about the the culture and the food uh and how they cook it and so i'm sure uh you um, like you said, you've never seen it before. It's only done 
uh, down in that country, and it's a cleaner, a healthier way to cook chicken outside, uh, to cook meat outside. So whatever the meat is that you put, uh, what do you see they have down there? Uh, just um, chorizo. Uh, what else did you see on the grill down there? Uh, eat for on the, the salad. He made chorizo, uh, like chorizo sandwiches. Um, the salad is a little different. Uh, pretty much it's had lettuce, um, onions, and carrots in it, but then they only use oil and vinegar. You know, they use ranch, none of that stuff, uh, which is still good. Um, and then he also had the steak. Uh, the, the steak, too much steak, actually. It, it kept offering it more and more when, when you were already full, so... <laughs> They, they definitely plan for it in abundance. Now you see why Coach Bolte is so so hefty, huh? He's a hefty brother, man. They eat a lot. Yeah. They eat good down there. Don't they eat good, though? Definitely. They definitely. eat good, man. Nobody should be hungry. Right. Well, they um, it's part of their hospitality, too, that they really want you, uh, when you eat a meal with another man or as a team, you really get a chance to learn a lot about that team and <clears throat> about that person. So... Uh, they really put a value on team dinners. And so it's an old saying. I'm, I know I said this before for our listeners, but they really believe that in Argentina, championships are won at the dinner table. And so every day they get together and they eat and they talk, um, discuss. Um, it's kind of like a group meeting after work every day. And so it's uh, it brings you closer together uh, that I can admit, I'm sure you, can admit, Keith, that it brought you closer to those young men from Argentina, but it also brought you closer to uh, your teammates, your family, some guys that you had never met before. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. Definitely. Um, the coaching down there is, is it, it'll, it'll, it'll humble you. Coming from America, if you've never left there, it, it'll humble you as a person for sure. The culture down there is, is very family-oriented and and they bring you in like family. So you see things and you experience things that that you'll take back with life and, and it'll make you move different if you never experienced it. Right. Right. It's uh it's uh um it's kinda like you said, um it's one of those things uh uh you can't uh you can't you can't duplicate it. Um it's kinda like what I say, you can't uh um you can't prepare for practice twice a day like you're going to see. Uh, um, you can't practice for that on your own. Um, you can't. Um, you just can't. Um, you can't do it. I don't care. Um, unless you've been down there and practiced with a team twice a day like that and done weights and had your full day, uh, uh, you can't understand what it's about. So you can't prepare for it. It's so tough. Because I can tell you, Keith Jackson, what to prepare for, but until you get down there and are under the tutelage of one of these coaches and on one of these teams, then I can't, uh, you won't believe me until you get down there. Uh, talk to me a little bit about uh, two-a-day practices. What does your day consist of? Uh, because we try to explain to guys, and I don't think they believe us. So kind of, uh, so now they can hear from uh, right from the horse's mouth. Uh, what was your day like? Just talk about a normal day. Um, when you guys were rolling in Chile or rolling in in Argentina with practice and uh, a couple of hours of sleep for a siesta, um, talk about that for me. I'll talk about my. Well, I'll just talk about the second day I was down there. Right after I got off that plane, um, out of practice that night, and then the next morning they uh, practice at ten o'clock. So go in there. Sorry to cut you off. Explain to 
our listeners why you should go and take a nap because we advise guys to take a nap. Some guys don't don't understand until they get down there. Explain to our listeners, please. Because your 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 body is going to tell you to do it because if you go to that second practice without any type of rest, you're not going to be able to perform at your your highest level, your highest peak. Because you're tired from that first practice, about two two to two and a half hours, depending on how long it takes you to finish certain shooting drills. So. Um, going into that second practice is about another two to three hours, and it's more running than what you did in the first practice. So that that nap in the middle of the day is, is more than important. Because right after you finish that end, end of that practice that night, you might get out at like 11, 11.30 at night, and you're right back up in the morning again at 10 or 11. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Uh, that's... that's uh... Um, that's how it is. What uh, what else uh, did you enjoy about the culture? What did you learn as far as basketball um, in South America versus basketball here uh, in the NBA? Uh, talk to us about that difference. Uh, for, for me personally, I, I learned that of be more of a team player and, and being able to trust your teammates if you're on a team that you that you think hits your, your game and whatnot, um, and being aggressive in the right moments when you need to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, a little mm-hmm. bit of both. Um, those are the main two things that I pulled away from it myself. Um, and then defensively, you got to be able to play health side. If this is not, then you're probably either not going to play or you just scream that a lot. So um, defense is big and just playing physical, period more physical than what you would play in America, in my opinion. Definitely. Um, elaborate yeah, if, more soft, man. <laughs> yeah, of course. Elaborate for our listeners, for those ballplayers that don't understand the level of physicality. Um, of course, they will never understand it until you are <clears throat> pushed to that limit to play that physical. Uh, um, talk a little bit about how it's physical. Um, it's just not physical, uh, street physical, physical, Physical warfare—it's a—it's a art to it. It's an art to it. Um, talk a little bit about that, please. Um, I'll give you a perfect example. I know in America that you'll get called for a lot of hand checking or to dive your shoulder into a player when you're when you're going to the hole. You might get called for that offensive foul or arm arm. If you're playing the pokes, you're not able to, to extend that too much because they might call that foul as well. None of that. Of course, if you're the American going against one of the other one of the other Argentinians, you might get called for that foul for sure. But you, as the American, have to be able to 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 absorb contact and to be able to give it as well because you're definitely going to be getting to it yourself if not. Wow. So we're hoping that uh, everyone will understand what we're saying. Uh, But for those guys, like you said, you can't expect them to understand because until you uh, have either played on that level or had a chance to talk to guys, but you have to play, even though someone can explain to you um, as much as they want to, you have to play and understand that it's a very physical, physical game. Um, talk to me a little more about what you learned, uh, what you learned from your teammates about, uh, we talked um, a lot about how great your teammates were, and I'm sure it gave you a greater respect for, for Argentina and the guys you were playing against. Uh, with my teammates, um, the reason why we won games is because everybody trusted each other. Um, everybody held each other accountable as well. Didn't let anybody uh, walk around with any negative energy or any um, heads down or, or nothing like that, even if, if we're down or up. Um, every guy showed a lot of poise and, and, and courage. So I'm, I'm sure, just like myself, that was a lot of those guys' first time being down there playing in an environment like that and with teams like that in general. So uh, the fact that everybody was able to handle and conduct themselves in such a manner and still be able to win and playing games that we've never done before it was it was just something special for sure to be a part of and 
as a result, hard work pays off. So the, the mental aspect of it, just like we always say, is it's 80% mental, 20% physical. So if you're feeling a little down physically-wise, if you're up mentally and you have teammates around you that, that feel the exact same way, then it, it makes the game a little bit easier. And uh, being down there with that group of guys, they definitely were uh, a mirroring example of all of that. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older. Or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Now, talk about me um, for those people that know me and know that I always say basketball is 80% mental, 20% physical. I probably, um, I know I told you that before you went down there, but you probably didn't believe me. Um, I'm hoping that you understand what I'm saying now. Talk about, a, talk a little bit about that aspect of the, the balance of having mental as well as physical, physical control over what's going on. Uh, it's very easy um, being down there as a athlete, as a pro athlete, to get down on yourself. And, you know, I think anybody would know once you have that negative aspect or negative thought in your head, you're not able to do as well as you would if you did have a more positive outlook on it. So, being a, a pro ball player, you're going to be challenged physically. That, that's just a, that's just your job to be challenged physically. But if you're not at the, the peak. And your mental thinking mentally and able to get through it, it, it it's, it's just a recipe for you to not do well. So you have to be more fit, mentally strong than physically to be the pro basketball player that you want to be. Correct. Yes, sir. Correct. Um, it's that simple. Uh, talk to me about, uh, let's see, now counting. Um, I think we just counted, counted them up. You've been down in 16 days. Yep, that's, and counting, and counting. And counting, of course, that's quite a long time. What uh, have you had a chance? Uh, talk about your communication with your family and how you guys have been able to talk uh, through technology, through FaceTime, what have you. Uh, talk a little bit for those guys that think that they will be uh, won't have any way of contacting their family. Talk. Um, you can talk a little bit about how we communicate uh, uh, and kind of give them an idea that technology uh, works all over the world. Uh, your best friend is going to be WhatsApp. And when you're down here, uh, you'll definitely always have Wi-Fi um, access when you're in these different places. Probably the only time you might not have Wi-Fi is when you're on the bus. Um, but depending on where you're going, the rides aren't that bad. Um, so whenever you do get to your destination, you will have Wi-Fi. So Skype as well. Um, and then FaceTime, of course. So you're able to still talk to your family and friends to get contact with them. But uh, making regular phone calls probably not gonna happen. So just make sure your phone, you connect the Wi-Fi, and you're, you're good to go. Good man, good. Um, talk to the people a little bit about yourself, man. How has Keith Jackson? I would uh, like to think that Keith Jackson has grown uh, in this bit of time that you have been down there. Uh, talk to me. How has Keith Jackson grown as a person? Uh, as a ball player, 
uh, as a uh, human being. As a person, it's, it's definitely humbled me. Um, I know in America, we might tend to want more things than we, than we need. Um, and maybe as a basketball player, of course, it also has humbled me to, to know that it's okay to trust the next guy next to you as well. Um, especially if that guy wants you to play harder than what they expect you to play. Um, so jumping back to like as a person aspect, it, it definitely makes you count your blessings a little bit more when you go through some of these places. Um, of course, in Argentina, it's a beautiful city, but seeing some cities that you ride through, that people are struggling in some places. So um, it just gives you a different outlook on life because not only are they struggling, just see them so happy, <laughs> like not worried about much, and then they don't have much. And it doesn't even matter because they're, they're happy with life. That's what it's all about, in my opinion. And obviously, in their opinion. Right. Definitely, man. Definitely. Um, I think that's one of the things that you and I talk about. I remember us having those talks at the gym, and one of the things I said to you is how how people are so um it's humbling, especially for someone. The older you get, <clears throat> you you kind of meet people in your travels, and you're able to to kind of uh, be thankful for where you are and where you come from and who your family is, and uh, um it's one of those things where you especially when you go to some of these countries and find out people are uh, under different circumstances. People, uh, everyone has uh, what they have going on, but some countries, uh, thank goodness we're from a country that uh, is a little further along than, than most. We are from a, uh, we're from a, um, we're from a country that is um, a first world country. And so we are blessed to be from that um, this country, and it really humbles you. I'm sure you've made friends that you had a chance to see and uh, talk to over your 16 days down there. That it um, really lets you know that you're blessed to be from the United States. Definitely. Talk to me a little bit more about uh, what what you want people to know here in the United States, young kids that are playing <clears throat> uh, middle school basketball or uh, high school, college basketball, what advice can you pass on to them to help them prepare for where you are now? Uh, the, the best advice that I would give if somebody gave it to me is to definitely master, master what you're doing right now. So whatever offense or whatever you're running, run that to your the best of your ability and at the hardest that you can because at the next level there are some concepts that are the exact same thing that you're learning right now. But it'll already be familiar in your brain and, and in the muscle memory and what you do. Okay, so we see, um, I see all of you young guys, uh, every, um, seems like this generation, um, I think today's thing is the 10-year challenge, right? So my question to you is, where, talk about where you are now, uh, living out your pro dream compared to where you were 10 years ago. Um, talk to the kids that were uh, your age 10 years ago, those kids in middle school or high school. Uh, talk about your 10-year challenge to make it to where you are now. Well, me, personally, um, 10 years ago, uh, I was 15, freshman year in high school. Uh, I actually didn't make varsity my first year. I played uh, freshman in JV. Um, then uh, me putting in the work that I did to, to, to get to the point that I got to in high school, I made varsity sophomore year, made varsity junior, made varsity senior year. Um, but I didn't I didn't play the most time as well either. So um, throughout the years, 
in the in my career, um, I, I really just had to outwork the best guy that was that was in my area in order for me to get to the next level in the game because I was definitely counted out um, coming out of high school. But the determination and the hard work that I instilled in my head back then definitely carried over to where I am now. Um, and of course, nobody expected me to be a pro back then, but I am a pro now. So those tendencies that I built when I was younger um, helped me be the player that I am today. Exactly. Well said. And so um, it's not where you um, it's not where you started. Um, it's where you end up. So like you said, with hard work, uh, getting in contact with the right people, uh, but just maintaining focus. Like I always tell you guys, you guys would just uh, get little messages from me. I would try to just say, hey, maintain focus. I try to tell you guys everything. Maintain focus, man. Keep going. Keep going. You guys are close. So um, talk a little bit um, about that process of, of traveling from, you left from Newark. Uh, talk about uh, your trip from Newark, uh, how you went through security, the whole thing. Uh, talk a little bit about it. Paint a picture for uh, that next group that may be going. Uh, well, for me, um, I, I wanted a little bit more than what I, I guess what the other person would want. I drove from North Carolina first, um, all the way up to New Jersey. Um, then I hopped on a flight, which was another 10 hours. It took about seven hours to get there first through car. Got on the plane, um, was blessed enough to have a little bit of extra leg room, um, flight was about 10 to 11 hours, landed in Buenos Aires, um, then I had to take another flight to Nokin, which is another two hours, and then from that flight, I actually got about two hours of rest, and then I had practice right after that, so um, being in the air that long and then doing all that traveling, it might be asked of you if you are a pro, and you have to be able to, to produce and be able to just be ready to play as soon as you do get there. Drinking a lot of water is definitely important, so maybe you don't cramp up as much, but uh, you have to be prepared mentally and physically, more mentally, more so when you get off that plane, uh, because obviously you've done all the hard work that you've done before you got there to be ready to play. Uh, but it, it, it's a long flight. <laughs> it's a long one, so. Really long flight. I don't think, <clears throat> um, I think you and I talked about it, of course. Uh, we had our Skype chats and TNBT Skype and WhatsApp chats and no one understands of course uh, um, it's not normal for a human being to be on a flight that long but it's uh, it's where we we were tasked to go to and uh, you guys can see what did you think like when you um, tell me about your whole experience like meeting me did you uh, know what to expect it's funny talking to guys after they met me and had a chance to go on our trips and find out that Hey, that I'm a real person because so many guys, from what I understand, are not uh, told the truth and guys don't know what to believe. Guys go to countries and there's no camp. So talk a little bit about some of the horror stories you've heard versus uh, a believing what I was saying and kind of finding out more and more about who I am. Uh, well, for one, you're definitely a real person. Anyone that's thinking that you're not, uh, I don't know what's going through your mind, their minds, but you're definitely a real person. Um, there are, of course, bad things that happen to everybody, but you being who you are, you, you helped me be prepared for it, period, before I even got there. Um, by telling me what, what to expect, by getting off the plane and how long it is and um, what you have to do running-wise and, and what you have to do to be just be prepared, period, before you can get there. Um, a lot of guys would probably be blindsided if they weren't given some of that knowledge and of course, just like you said, basketball tends to sort out the ones that that aren't prepared for. So if you aren't prepared for it, it will show. Um, um, but if you you do put in the correct work and you do actually do listen to the knowledge that's being instilled, then the sky's the limit for the most part. Right, right. Uh, can you imagine if I'm saying if someone had just told you, yeah, I'm going in there to practice, thinking that practice was going to be for like thirty minutes a day. <clears throat> um, and then they jump on our trip and you have practice twice a day. Can you imagine if I hadn't told you or been honest with you to let you know how practice is going to be? Can you imagine someone just saying, hey, uh, let's just play this much basketball because it's not normal here in, in the United States. It's not normal. Definitely not. If you don't 
don't come from one of those coaches that there aren't many of them in America that make you just run, 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 run all the time. So if you don't come from one of those programs, then you're, you're definitely going to be blindsided. And you have a rude awakening if you're not prepared for it. Yeah, definitely. Of course, this is our TNBT Argentina, our TNBT Media Las Vegas podcast. <clears throat> um, <clears throat> part one with uh, our TNBT pro Keith Jackson, who is currently in uh, Argentina as we speak. Uh, Keith Jackson has been in Argentina for 16 days. He arrived on January 4th and uh, today makes his 16th day and counting. So uh, Keith Jackson has a workout coming up next week uh, on uh, on Monday uh, in Cipolletti, Argentina. And he will also be attending uh, a camp in Buenos Aires to uh, help with his placement. So we're very proud of this young man. He has been putting up with us uh, for what? Uh, maybe almost two months now, but it's been, um, I think your time from which you signed to where you are now, um, that turnaround time has been um, pretty quick. Like we said, what has it been less than a month, maybe? So, um, it's a testament to what um, young men can do when they put in hard work, when you're prepared mentally and physically, uh, you're able to uh, withstand the, the, pressures of playing basketball some people see basketball as a hobby but um i think you can attest keith jackson that it's totally different when and it's your job and you're trying to get a job doing it uh um i'm I'm talking a little bit about the difference between it being your hobby and you playing basketball uh, as your job uh the difference between a, a hobby um you might go in not a good recipe um i'm wondering what it is that you have been able to um, i'm hope of course you've learned a lot but what can you say that you know now about pro basketball that you didn't know three months ago or let's say the time in between yeah let's say three months ago what is it that you learned that you can say, wow, um, what you thought versus what you know to be true now? Um, um, because the perception is so big. Right, go ahead. Yeah. Personally, I'd say uh, go down there in, in the best possible shape that you can possibly be in to avoid any injuries or just any discomfort in your mind that, that you might think that you're not prepared. If you go down there and, and trust your work and trust your, your your practice and physically you're in tip-top shape, um, you don't have to worry about any injuries or, or any any bad games if you're not playing well because you'll be prepared um, for, for any challenge in, in that aspect. So I definitely learned that personally as a player because I, you can always have setbacks as a player. But of course, if you do have setbacks, if you are mentally strong, you'll be able to push yourself through them. So that's Def- what I learned as a pro player. Definitely, indeed, indeed. Uh, and it's one of those things to talk to a friend about it. Um, I think you have uh, lots of guys that actually play pro basketball that you know personally, and I'm sure you guys talk about it. But to actually go down there and to do it yourself, uh, it's I'm sure you will attest to it being totally different. Yeah, yeah. Uh, talk about the, um, for those that have never traveled in Argentina, talk about the planes, um, talk about the airports, talk about uh, what it's like to travel inside of Argentina. Uh, another piece of best advice if you are traveling, uh, go ahead and brush up on some Spanish. Not 
nothing is in English. Nothing. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, and some in Spanish, just poquito, a little bit. Um, being able to, como se dice, ask how to say certain things. Hola, buenos dias, buenas noches, being able to say hello, good morning, goodbye, good night, um, know your numbers. Um, so you can actually read the signs and whatnot if you are in the airport or if you need to ask for help, you're able to, to, to pull someone to the side and ask. Google Translate would definitely be your best friend if, you, if you're not as good at Spanish yet. Um, so through the airports, nothing's in English and of course nobody is speaking in English everybody's speaking in Spanish so you definitely got to be able to, to guide if you are by yourself and not in a group because uh, you can't get lost if you don't pay attention did you uh, be honest did you totally of course you could not have but uh, how much did you believe me when I said that I'm going to need you to learn some English some Babel some Google Translator study some some things did you uh did you believe me when i said that or were you just like oh man coach doesn't know what he's talking about i, I downloaded rosetta stone the next day personally <laughs> and then when you told me about babble i downloaded that too so good man um, good I, yeah i'm sure you can see where it's paying off a little bit more with coach Bodie. yeah right but i'm sure you can see where knowing something is paying off and like i try to tell our guys that uh if You'd be surprised at how many times it comes down to guys not understanding the coach and the coach can't communicate with the American player that they let him go because that coach does not speak any English or he doesn't understand what you're saying and it becomes frustrating. Um, it becomes frustrating and they will take a player who speaks a very little bit but can at least understand. Uh, you may not be able to respond, but you at least understand what he's saying or what have you. For those guys listening... Please brush up on your Spanish. Google Translator, like Keith said, one of your best friends. Babel, Rosetta Stone. Uh, the good thing about technology today is most of these young players have phones and they have iPhones and Androids, so you can pull all this stuff up on your phone. And, of course, while you're traveling, Keith, I think you use, you guys were using Google Translator while you guys were down there. Um, talk a little bit about that, how Google Translator can really save your life. Um, elaborate on um, how we can save your life. Uh, the, the, I mean, the app, pretty much like I know uh, another example when you're at the restaurant, um, you can hold the phone over the menu and it literally translates everything back into English once you hover it over the, the menu. Or uh, I know when, when I'm trying to communicate with Coach Cody, um, if I didn't necessarily understand a couple of the words that were in the sentence, you're able to to punch in the words that, that he is trying to say and it it, it translated immediately um, so you're able to understand so right. that, that, that app definitely worth downloading for sure right the good thing is you guys have that now I'm back when I played <laughs> there was no Google Translator brother if you didn't know it you were just in trouble trust me uh, so it was best that you learned it so I'm glad you're taking the time to to learn it and to understand that it's a way of life and that you have to be uh, when in Rome, do as the Roman. I'm glad you're learning that and taking my advice and and uh, uh, now passing that advice on to some of these other guys that will be going down with us. Um, uh, we're not going to be keeping you much longer, Keith. We know you're down there. You have uh, you're going to have to. Uh, you guys are two hours ahead of us here in the United States. Talk to us a little bit about how that uh, is working for you mentally. Um, like we said, eighty uh, percent mentally, twenty percent physically. What is that doing for you mentally? Um, to know that you're in a part of the world that is two hours um ahead of where you were born, where you're from. Um, speaking for myself personally, I've I've dealt with time change my entire life. So I've, I've lived on the east and I've lived on the west. Uh, whether you're of course, on the West Coast, the people that I know there, they're, they're four or five hours back. Um, so uh, it's a challenge if you haven't dealt with time change before. Um, it, it's, it's harder to communicate if you don't keep track of your time a lot more. So your sleeping schedule might be a little messed up, but if you're taking naps, you'll, you'll fall asleep in a, in a decent hour if you are putting in the correct amount of work. Definitely. Talk about 
how important uh, us here in, in the United States, we don't normally get a chance to take naps during the day. Talk about how important a simple nap can be to a pro basketball player doing his everyday routine. Communication been with your family, uh, pretty much Facebook, uh, uh, not Facebook, FaceTime. Um, I know you have Apple products. Uh, what else have you been able to communicate with your friends? And I see where you guys were able to sign on and check your Facebook. Uh, uh, what else is is life pretty normal for you as far as social media? Are you able to talk to your friends?
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.